it gives them peace of mind, honestly, because they, I can't tell you how much a small business owner has going on, especially if it's just one person running the show. It's one less thing on their plate they need to worry about. And that's kind of what we're here for. It's, it's to make your life easier, not more difficult. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Everybody Brands podcast, where we know that if you don't have clarity about your brand and for your business, neither do your customers. The Everybody Brands podcast helps you build a brand that inspires people to listen, trust, and act so people buy and your business grows. Welcome, everybody, to the Everybody Brands podcast. And today I'm talking with Meryl Sheehan, who's the VP of Marketing at Electronic Merchant Systems, and Cole Godsey, Marketing Manager at Electronic Merchant Systems. Welcome, Meryl and Cole. Thanks. Thanks for having us, Brian. Yeah, thanks for having us, Brian. Really looking forward to starting our conversation. Great. Yeah, me too. And I know we've been working together now for about 18 months. Time flies. Or no, wait. 28 months. It's been over two years. Yeah. And we were, so, yeah. Uh, we were um, hitting you up for, hey, can we get out at six months if uh, there's a reason we need to? I knew that wasn't an issue, Brian. Oh, well, good. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, we love it when, our, when people like you are confident in what we do. So thank you. Um, but, you know, and so we've, we've just had this great opportunity to understand how electronic merchant systems works. I mean, for, for a company as large as it is and for the type of services you deliver, which is merchant services, um, point of sale systems, I just still find the company to be, especially in a world of big POS systems and big merchant services providers, really business and, and small business. And, and I, don't want, I like to say almost like family focused. And there's, there's an internal culture to that, but also just the way you, you view your customers. So, you know, one of the first things I just want to talk about and ask is how EMS fulfills its commitment, and this is right off your website, to empower merchants to increase their financial well-being. Um, what does that mean? I'll take a stab at that, Brian. Um, you know, kind of in short, it's by offering fair processing rates, exemplary customer service, and providing products and solutions that address the rapidly changing marketplace that are a fit for small to mid-sized businesses. Um, as far as rates go, we offer a no obligation rate review to compare what they're paying now versus what they'd pay with EMS. Normally we could show significant savings. On customer service, everyone claims to have the best customer service, but we've made efforts to kind of quantify our customer service success by pointing out to close to a thousand customer reviews on Google. Uh, with products, our sales teams takes a consultative approach and introduces our prospects to new ways to take payments to create efficiencies and savings. You know, sure we have credit card machines. Everybody knows about them. We can provide them to merchants that are comfortable with a terminal solution, but we go well above and beyond that. You know, let me give you an example of how we kind of consult on a specific product. You know, we have a product called EMS Mobile it works with existing mobile devices, but it also adds a lot of back office efficiencies like email invoicing, recurring payments, a whole array of reporting back there. Quite often, that's a great fit for the merchants that we service versus just saying, hey, here's our terminal. 
Yeah, that's really interesting. I was having a conversation with a young man. He's in still actually in high school. He's at a career tech center and he started a landscaping business. And right mm-hmm. now he's got about 25 customers and he's working for a contractor. And the, the owners of that business said, you need to talk to Brian because he's got this, you know, you know he, he can introduce you to electronic merchant systems. Because mm-hmm. and, and those are the exact same questions that came up, you know, being able to go, you know, wipe the card, put put the client on a, rec- a recurring transaction so that, you know, he doesn't have to worry about the invoicing and he can have that, you know, he's not going to want to go home and sit at a computer. He just wants it on his mobile phone. Right. So it sounds like these are very customer focused. And so, Cole, what's your perspective on that in terms of empowering merchants from your side of, of what you do? Yeah, I mean, I would honestly say it's a lot of what Merrill had said. You know, the big thing for me is our customer support. A, a key differentiator and one of the pain points I feel for our merchants in the industry is that sometimes it's more a, you guys figure it out, go on our website, read these FAQs. We have these tutorials, which is great. I mean, I'm not going to say it's not great content, uh, but our support is 24-7, 365. You will always pick up a phone and reach someone. And more importantly, too, everyone is based out of our Cleveland office. So you're not calling internationally. You are literally talking to someone who is locally based in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, And kind of going off something, too, about, you know, the fair processing, pricing, and even the solutions that work. We encountered an example a few weeks back where there was someone who was trying to sign up with our Total Touch system, and they had a rate analysis complete trying to um, purchase that solution. And when we were reviewing the merchant statement, they had an $825 servicing, using air quotes, servicing fee, where it really didn't explain what on earth it was. It was just the processor said, hey, we're going to charge you an extra $825 because we can, essentially. And, and one of the big things for EMS is that we don't like to nickel and dime our merchants. We, there's no hidden processing fees. You know, we're very transparent with our rates and pricing. And, you know, I just... Our goal is to help these small businesses increase their financial well-being. I know you mentioned that, and we really have that home on our website. We're not out here to make their lives more difficult. We're here to make operating their business significantly smoother. Oh, that's a beautiful way to say it. It, One of the things that my wife and I have talked a lot about uh, and over the past few weeks is what we've seen is this decrease in customer care and customer service whether it's COVID fatigue or just people are tired from working from home and it, and, and it feels like they're taking it out on the customers. And it's just the way you phrase that is, you know, you're, you're really putting the emphasis on the merchant and their success, mm-hmm. which is, you know, I mean, that's how you invite people into that relationship with you as a, as a company and as a brand. And it's so important. So, with all of these customers, and Meryl, you mentioned these reviews, what are the qualities that you find signify a loyal EMS customer or client? Um, I believe, you know, a loyal customer is one that has longevity with us and has left us a review. And I do think those two concepts kind of go hand in hand. Uh, after every transaction or interaction our customer service team has with a customer that results in closing the issue, we ask that they leave us a review on Google or the BBB. 
So we kind of put our money where our mouth is instead of sending out a survey that only we see. Rather, we put it at the customer response out for anyone to see. You know, we thank all customers for their reviews and re-engage with customers that leave us a less than stellar review to correct any issues that might be outstanding. So longevity of being with us and leaving us a review and both of them help electronic merchant systems. Yeah. And, and so like what Cole had just mentioned a few minutes ago, this idea of transparency, mm-hmm. you know, you know, and transparency in the pricing, transparency in the processes, but also transparency in what other people think these, this, these all lead to elements of trust and just winning that trust for new customers, but also supporting the trust from um, your existing customers. Um, yeah. And it's, you know, I think transparency is, is a, a secret brand attribute that people don't understand and, and don't use to their advantage because you know, when you have nothing to hide, then you really don't have anything to prove. Right. And there's value in that conversation out there that's, that's visible to anybody, you know, surveys, we used to do surveys. I'm talking seven, 10 years ago, everybody wanted to survey our customers, but we're the only ones that see that information, whether we react to it or not. Um, Wasn't really clear at times, but now we'll just put it out and let everybody see the response and it gives us the same results, but better value going forward. Sure. Nicole, how do you use those reviews in some of the marketing work you do? I've seen a lot of folks use, we have the best whatever in their marketing. I used to actually quantify it instead of just saying, hey, we have a lot of great feedback. You know, we have great customer service. Why don't we actually show some of the reviews that articulate that? Um, one of the big things is we put it on our corporate site because it's one of the first impressions we want to leave with our merchant. We want them to see the actual proof from real merchants. You know, these reviews aren't fabricated. They're not, it's not just us saying it. It's actual, this is a small business owner who has been with us for, I mean, we're seeing some of these like five or six years and they can't say enough great things about us. It just, it helps to really reiterate our messaging of we care about our merchants it's not just us saying it, here's the actual proof that we do care and they can leave us great feedback. Like I really like EMS mobile. I like the processing rates, you know, fair and competitive pricing. It just really helps to give them the social proof that they're looking for rather than just saying it to say it like I see other companies do. Yeah. And it sounds like they're, the, the clients are really, and the merchants are really specific about the mm-hmm. solution that they're working with. And so you know, thinking about these solutions, how do you get prospective customers to think of a solution like, let's just say the total touch point of sale system or EMS mobile or any of the other products more of as a, you know, a business growth solution or a management solution and not just a, you know, transactional software package. And is there value in that? So maybe there's two questions in there. Yeah, it's kind of twofold. We do a lot of training with our sales team so that they can come in with that consultative approach. And our marketing materials also, we kind of stress some of those transformational items going back to EMS mobile. Uh, Sure, it's great to be able to take a transaction on your phone when you're on site, but the real transformational items are things like email invoice your client, 
you know, send them out an invoice that they pay at their leisure and avoid printing out an invoice, putting a stamp on an envelope, and depending on the U.S. Postal Service, there's an inherent time delay there. That, and you mentioned recurring payment, you know, if it's somebody that is, have, has a selling model of a monthly fee that's being charged, that's very easy to set and forget that system and um, not have to run that transaction once a month over and over again. So we do market the features beyond the transaction as well as train our sales team on that also so that they could correctly portray it out to the prospects they're talking to. Mm-hmm. And Cole, you know, Merrill mentioned transformational. Um, and, and so with this goal of empowering merchants and helping them you know, grow their business, what kind of language do you use around the idea of transformation um, to, to message this? I think one of the biggest things that we do is, at least from an educational standpoint, use wording along the lines of it will help them in a growing and changing economy. Because obviously with COVID and everything that has gone on over the last year, things are extremely different for business owners. I mean, it really is on a state-by-state basis. So we use wording and language at our marketing materials. And even to go back to what Merrill said, it's more of a consultative, we're here to help you grow. We're not here to just sell you the solution in a one-size-fits-all kind of mentality. You know, we really take the time to learn their business. We use messaging to kind of emphasize that as well, saying, we understand that your business isn't like the other business next door to you in other parts of the country, wherever. It's more, we are here to help you. And we are not only just from an educational standpoint, learning about our products and services and how to better manage your business and how to make it grow but more of, hey, if you need support or you're not understanding, that's what our sales team's here for as well. You know, we're here to help you and we're here to help you grow along the way. Yeah, that's, that's that, so that makes me think about the difference between selling and telling. And so that's mm-hmm. the difference between trying to create a transaction versus, you know, telling people about how this can help make their business grow, how it can make their life better. I mean, I, I know I will buy and license specific products and services because they help me sleep better at night. I can rest easy knowing I've got this security layer of software or I've got this monitoring system in place. And I would think from the perspective of, you know that your transactions are gonna be processed and, and, and I know that EMS has some um, processes to actually get money in the bank sooner. That's that's huge for a small, especially a smaller merchant that may not be processing tens of thousands of dollars a day or even a week. If this podcast helps you build a beloved brand and gain new customers, please open your podcast app and leave a five-star review so more people can discover and listen to the experts and insights we share every episode. Yeah, it gives them peace of mind, honestly, because they, I can't tell you how much a small business owner has going on, especially if it's just one person running the show. It's one less thing on their plate they need to worry about. And that's kind of what we're here for. It's, it's to make your life easier, not more difficult. Yeah. Well, I, I can tell you about all those things. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I was having a conversation yesterday and I mentioned to the um, 
he asked me about my career trajectory and I said, well, you know, when you start a business, it's like you're bungee cord jumping, but you're not sure if you're short, if your cord is short enough. So <laughs> you, you jump and you're either going to splash or you're going to bounce. And I said, and, and we bounced. So our cord was short enough, but then you move on to, into these other phases and then you get busy and it's like you're, you're juggling, um, you're ju- you start juggling three balls or three projects, but then all of a sudden people keep throwing you projects. So you're throwing some of those high as you can while you juggle the other three. And then you move on to, you know, juggling while you're on a treadmill because you're trying to keep going. So there's all these, actually, it's almost like circus analogies. Mm-hmm. Um, plate spinning is mm-hmm. another great example. Like you're just running up and down a 50 yard path, making sure all the plates are still spinning. Um, and, and each one, you know, one's like business development, one's client service, one's product delivery, one's thought leadership. It's, but I digress. Um, so, so if you're just joining us, we're um, talking with Meryl Sheehan and Cole Godsey from Electronic Merchant Systems on the Everybody Brands podcast. And so we want to get to a question that I always ask all of our guests, and that's from your perspective, what are the distinctions between brand or branding, the process of brand, um, discipline of, of brand, and marketing? Yeah, um, I, you know, I know as far as product rollouts and services rollouts, um, we like to spend as much time on branding as we can, but sometimes internal pressures are we need customers. So, you know, there does have to be some branding in place before marketing fully kicks off. But branding, I believe, continually evolves as company warts get exposed. I mean, Cole and I see this all the time. Um, There's many things that, you know, we've been around for 32 years, I believe. There's many things that, that are part of our culture that conflict with our branding. You know, for example, company name is Electronic Merchant Systems. For years, employees have embraced calling ourselves EMS and try to Google search EMS and see if you find us. You're going to find every emergency medical service in the book. And we even get requests to include EMS on marketing materials. And people get very upset when you tell them, no, that's not our brand. And, you know, we have to use electronic merchant systems. Uh, So it's... You know, marketing, we do like to get as much in place as we can, but there's always those pressures to, to bring in leads and referrals. So um, it, it's an interesting process, marketing and branding, and branding never ends. And Cole will attest to that also. Some of the things that we try to change from huge company logos at the bottom of email signatures to our company name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Merrill's point too about branding ever growing and evolving. I, I've always thought not only just for EMS, but marketing in general, like branding and marketing going hand in hand. Um, I look at branding as the bones that marketing can be built upon. Um, I just feel like if you don't have a clear brand identity of who you are or messaging around who you are, um, you could have the best marketing possible, but it's just going to fall on deaf ears. It's more of that core who you are, why do you do what you do? And that's part of our branding. And like Meryl said, over the last 
I would honestly say since we moved downtown back in 2018, one of the biggest focuses we have is kind of changing who we are as a brand and really being behind not only are we here to help small business owners, but we give back to our community as well. Um, I could honestly probably spend a whole podcast going into our community involvement that we do, whether it be working with Coach Sam's, the Cleveland Food Bank. Uh, we are a proud partner of the Cleveland Browns too. And each year we do the first in 10 toy drives. So, you know, honestly, our community give back or giving back to the community is a huge part of our brand and who we are. And I think it kind of ties back into um, just, you know, how we treat our small business owners. You know, we're here not only for just health and longevity for business owners, but our community as well. We just want to help both. We want to empower both and help everyone grow. Sure. And then, you know, there's a lot of data and there's a lot of studies that are, are done on how, I like to say purpose-driven or mission-driven brands, you know, brands like EMS have causes they support um, and there's specific reasons for that. So, you know, and I'm, I'm, a big fan of food banks. I was on the board of Second Harvest Food Bank, North Central Ohio for 10 straight years. So I always like to go to the food bank conversation. So why don't you just share a little bit with us? Why, you know, why does EMS um, support the Cleveland Food Bank? And how, do, and what does that look like? So our support of the food bank, um, I know Meryl could probably touch on a little bit more, but in terms of what volunteer engagement looks like, we're a sponsor every single year. Um, last couple of years, it's been market at home at the food bank instead of market at the food bank. And then once a month, you know, unfortunately with COVID, we've not been able to over the last year. EMS actually allows employees to volunteer to go during work hours for four to six hours to help um, just stock things at the food bank and distribute things. So it's just, I think the biggest reason we support Cleveland is, you know, we were founded here in 1988 and it's just at our core, we love the city and we just want to help the city as much as we possibly can. You know, we're extremely fortunate to have been in business for 32 years at this point. And it's just, it's a way to give back. And, and the way I look at it, and I, I can't speak on behalf of our C-level execs, but the way I look at it, is the city of Cleveland has been very kind to us. And for us to be able to give back to it, it's, it's the absolute least we can do. Yeah, the sure. health, well-being, and prosperity of our community helps us. So whatever we can do to help our community, we try to do, whether it's the Coach Sam's leading, uh, reading training that goes on, uh, through the Coach Sam's Inner Circle Foundation, the Food Bank, the Indians Community Partnership Program. Uh, there's many that we like to give to, and it, and it makes our employees feel good too. We always look for organizations that have some participation option for our employees to participate in. Yeah, yeah. And, and I can speak to that personally too. Um, just being able to be involved with these organizations. And this is when I tell friends about EMS and why I really enjoy working here. I love volunteering and being able to do that. And EMS gives me the opportunities to do that. I just, it makes me feel so good going to the Coach Sam's golf outing or similar events such as that. And just seeing all the donations come in and 
being able to just know, hey, we're making a huge difference for children's literacy and getting them the funding they need to continue the programs going. So I just, not a lot of, I mean, companies do just donate, right? But being able to go, hey, we're this invested that we're actually going to let employees, you know, go to the food bank or go volunteer at the golf outing on company time is just absolutely outstanding. And I couldn't be prouder of that. Yeah, yeah part of, and the culture kind of developed around these processes also. Um, one that everybody looks forward to every year is the Cleveland Browns toy drive. And we're a sponsor and we also coexist all around the outside of the stadium with the U.S. Marines. And we've done it, I think we're going, going to, it will be our fifth year. And the first year it was hard to get enough people, <laughs> you know, it was, but the people that went, loved it, told their friends. Um, next year, we got very quickly the required amount. Now we have to actually turn people down. We have so many people that want to participate in the event. So, yeah. So what it, I, I love hearing these stories because you you're igniting and you're um, opening up personal purpose in the employees. Mm-hmm. So that they are fulfilled, you know, they're more fulfilled at work. They're more fulfilled personally. And we know from research again, and just from, from other companies like this, that, that when you ignite personal purpose through a, a company, you get more engaged employees. So they're, they're going to be more interested in, uh, you know, supporting the company culture and, and the success of the company. Um, so maybe that's how we just kind of, we wrap this up now, instead of asking about how the, you know, the, Customers have helped build the brand. We're looking at how the employees really help build the brand and become part of that empowerment and enriching and, and creating you know, more fulfilled lives for the people in the community. Because that's, that's just as much of, of a part of a brand because now you're able to attract and retain the high quality staff that you need to drive this you know, future success of electronic merchant systems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could have a whole nother conversation about, about that because that's, that's really near and dear to my heart as well. Um, well, you know, we're, we're just ready to wrap up here. So Cole and Merrill, how can people get in touch with electronic merchant systems and, and learn more about um, products and services that you offer, about the company culture, and about all the great things that you do in the community? Well, our, our website probably tells the best story, you know, www.emscorporate.com. But we also um, push out things that really would be a little overwhelming to get them all on corporate through our social channels, whether it's youtube.com forward slash EMS corporate, twitter.com forward slash EMS corporate, facebook.com EMS corporate.com. Okay. Give Cole or I a call. <laughs> any glad to help out any way we can. All right. Well, we'll add we'll add your LinkedIn and contact info mm-hmm. um, in our in our profile in the, the show notes. So, uh, Cole, anything to add to that? No, I mean just what Merrill said. You know, we publish a lot of our inter- community engagement on our social channels. You know, again, you could give us a follow or check it out at EMS Corporate on all major social media platforms and our website too. We have um, a lot of content on there about how we give back to the community. Uh, on top of that, we have a plethora of product information and it can help answer any questions that's needed. And like Meryl said, you know, both 
he and I are available and can direct any questions if anyone's interested in our products or services or learning more about how we give back to the community, please feel free to reach out to us. You know, I'm, I'm literally just a phone call or a LinkedIn message away. So more than happy to assist with that. Yeah. And I love hearing that you're willing to you know, engage with people. I know, I know we see so many corporations that you can't even tell who works there because there's, there's no contact information and everybody, they just hide behind the wall, um, behind the browser wall. And again, it just speaks to the transparency that electronic merchant systems has. So you both demonstrate that and exemplify that in a marvelous way. So thanks for your time today. Um, I look forward to just continuing to do um, the work we do through Spire and Electronic Merchant Systems with you to help uh, your brand succeed. So thanks again, Merrill. Thanks again, Cole, and for being part of the Everybody Brands podcast. Great. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate it. If this podcast helps you build a beloved brand and gain new customers, please open your podcast app and leave a five-star review so more people can discover and listen to the experts and insights we share every episode. Music from this episode is the track Wrong by Dan Hennig, found on youtube.com slash audio library slash music. Thanks for listening to the Everybody Brands podcast from Brian Soy. You can find more content like this at aspire.com and in the forthcoming book, Everybody Brands, how high-performing companies use storytelling to deepen customer relationships. In the meantime, look for books by Brian Soy on amazon.com and discover resources to help you build powerful brands that inspire and engage at aspire.com slash resources. 